your Bible tonight to the book of Ezekiel. Book of Ezekiel in chapter 16. Ezekiel chapter 16 and looking at verse 9 this evening. Verse 9. Then washed I thee with water. Yea, I thoroughly washed away thy blood from thee, and I anointed thee with oil. Last week, we saw him spreading his skirt over her, a symbol to the Hebrews that he would marry her, that he would be espoused to her, and she would come for his love, care, and protection. This week, looking at verse 9, it tells us that after that, he washed her. He thoroughly washed her of her blood, away thy blood, away thy filthiness at thy birth, at thy nativity, the filthy state that you were born in. Certainly a symbol and a picture of the filthy state that each one of us is born into in the first birth. And he said he took her, he washed her, he he cleansed her. He washed them with water. Water was a sign of cleansing, a cleansing agent, to make them clean. <laughs> they were filthy. They were they were dirty. There was rottenness. And he washed her to make her clean. He washed her thoroughly. Got rid of all the filth. Took it all away. And anointed them with oil to make them sweet and to supple them. The washing them with water to get them clean and then anointing with oil was, was so that there might be a glow and it might be a, a, a fresh smell, a clean, clean smell, a sweet smell to them. 
with me to the book of Exodus. The book of Exodus. In chapter 19. Exodus chapter 19 and I'm going to go down to verse 10 here. We looked at several of these verses last week in this 19th chapter of Exodus last week in the taking her to be his. In verse 10 we read, And the Lord said unto Moses, Go unto the people and sanctify them today. Make them holy, set them apart holy today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes. In other words, they were to be cleansed, they were to be made holy and set apart unto holiness. And be ready against the third day. For the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai, and thou shalt set bounds unto the people round about, saying, Take heed to yourselves, ye go not up into the mount, or touch the border of it. Whosoever toucheth the mount shall be surely put to death. There shall not an hand touch it, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through, whether it be beast or man, it shall not live. When the trumpet soundeth long, they shall come up to the mount. And Moses went down from the mount unto the people and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. You, you see what was happening here? God was getting ready to take them to be his bride. <laughs> and, and so they, they were to, to get all cleaned up, all washed, and they were, because God is holy, they were to be holy and set apart unto holiness. That is the picture that has given us here to get to a another picture that everyone seems to like a little better and is found in the book of Ruth the book of Ruth and chapter 3 Ruth chapter 3 and uh, we'll begin reading with verse 1 then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, My daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee, that it may be well with thee? And now is not Boaz of our kindred, with whose maidens thou wast? Behold, he winnoweth barley tonight in the threshing floor. Wash thyself, see, getting, getting herself ready for uh, the espousal, getting herself ready for Boaz to take her to be his wife. Wash thyself, therefore, 
and anoint thee, and put thy raiment upon thee, and get thee down to the floor, but make not thyself known unto the man until he shall have done eating and drinking. So the washing uh, there in the changing of raiment and so forth, uh, clean raiment was uh, practice that they did uh, at weddings and for weddings and getting ready uh, for the such. Also in the book of Esther, the book of Esther. In chapter 2, we see another picture. In verse 12 of chapter 2, it says, Now when every maid's turn was come, to go into uh, King Ahasuerus after that she had been 12 months according to the manner of the women for so were the days of their purifications accomplished to wet six months with oil of myrrh and six months with sweet odors and with other things for the purifying of the women. And Esther Esther was included in this. She was he had been chosen uh, is to be chosen by uh, King Ahasuerus and so uh, Esther went through this uh, purification process as well. Uh, uh, cleansing and, and anointing with oil that uh, she might be all sweet and lovely and, and perfumed up uh, for the king. Back to our text in the book of Ezekiel, in chapter 16. So we read here that God said, telling Ezekiel, you tell him that after you tell him, tell him everything else that I've told you, then washed I thee with water, yea, I thoroughly washed away thy blood from thee and I anointed thee with oil. He brought them out of that low, worthless, servile, and filthy state in which they were. That, that, lowly, that lowly, despicable birth. They, they, were, they were filthy and they were born filthy. They were born wicked. We were born filthy. We were born wicked. We were born sinners. And that is the picture here uh, that Israel uh, was in. Jerusalem was in. She was a low, worthless, servile, filthy state. And he brought her out of that. Down there in Egypt, she was in that low <laughs> state. That servile state. That filthy State And he brought her out and washed away. He thoroughly washed away the filth of her first birth. And he brought them into glorious liberty. 
of the children of God. Look with me. Uh, I know we've been there before, but let's look again at Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 7. In verse 8, and we read this oft when we think of what God has done for the people of God and, and, and which mirrors um, Israel, what he did for Israel mirrors uh, what he has done for each one of us that are saved. Verse 8 said, but because the Lord loved you and because he would keep the oath which sworn unto your fathers hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house from the hand of Pharaoh king of Egypt he brought her brought her out he washed her he washed her of that low and servile and filthy state that that she was in he he washed her and he washed her thoroughly on verse 9, the Targum, which is a Chaldean paraphrase uh, book, par paraphrase on the Old Testament Hebrew writings, the Targum paraphrase reads this way concerning verse 9 he said and I redeemed you from the servitude of the Egyptians and I removed the strength of dominion from you and brought you into liberty <laughs> I, I like that and that's why I read that to you I like the way the, the Targum paraphrased that now read it again to you. And I redeemed you from the servitude of the Egyptians. And I removed the strength of dominion from you. And brought you into liberty. And that's exactly what he did for Israel. That is exactly what he did for Jerusalem. In fact, that is exactly what he did for each and every one of us. That are children that are born again. Children of God we are washed and we are thoroughly washed turn with me to the book of first Corinthians the book of first Corinthians chapter 6 and look with me here he said In verses 9 and 10, he said, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. But I love verse 11. And such were some of you not that not that we were guilty of all those things but but 
some of us were guilty of some of those things, one of those things, some of those things, you see, and such were some of you, he said to the Corinthians. But ye are washed. You're, you're cleansed. <laughs> you're cleansed. You've been washed by, by water, by pure water, by his word. Uh, John, John chapter 15, I think it is. In verse 3, Jesus said to, to his church, there are the 11 apostles, he said, Now you're clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. You're cleansed, you're washed. And, and, and how, are, how were they cleansed? How were they washed? They were washed by the word, the word which he spoke unto them, the words of Jesus Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ. He said they were washed. Back First Corinthians 6 and verse 11, he said, But ye are washed, ye are sanctified, <laughs> but ye are justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God, you, you must first be washed. You must first be washed in the blood, in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn with me back to the book of uh, Revelation. Revelation chapter 1 and in verse 5. Revelation 1 and verse 5. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us. Notice, notice the sequence of events here. Unto him that loved us. First, he loved us. And washed us. And then he washed us from our sins in his own blood. From our sins in his own blood. How, 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 did we, how were we cleansed? How were we washed of our sins? How did we receive the forgiveness of our sins? How did we receive a, a, a standing of, that is guiltless before God? The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our sins are washed in him. And first it was his love. We weren't, we weren't first washed and then he loved us. As some would like to think and say. No. He loved us first. Loved us with an everlasting love. Loved us before the foundation of the world. Just as his back there in the book of Ezekiel in chapter 16 with Jerusalem with Israel he loved them and because he loved them then he did all things for them he washed them and took them unto himself he washed them thoroughly of all their sins he that is washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is washed thoroughly of all his sins from the day he was born to the day he dies. Those sins are taken care of. That is in 1 Corinthians 6, 11. That is our justification. 
You see, we, we were washed and cleansed. And we were washed thoroughly of all our sins. We're, we're justified. And because we're washed and justified, now we are sanctified. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit did a work on us internally has made us holy internally and because we we are have been that had that effect internally we it affects our external by the putting off of some things which is what he was telling the corinthians there such were some of you but now because you're washed and you're sanctified and you're justified now you put off these things and you're no longer that and that's what Israel was to have done and did for a time. Turn with me to the book of Second uh, Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians in chapter two. And look with me at verse thirteen. Second Thessalonians 2 and verse 13. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation. <laughs> you see, before the beginning, of, before creation, before we were created, God chose us. To salvation through sanctification of the Spirit, through through the Holy Spirit, process of the Holy Spirit making us holy internally. He He quickened us, He made us alive unto God. Because of that sanctification process in, inwardly that has made us holy inwardly. <laughs> Externally, we are being made holy. We're putting off some things and belief the truth, and we continue to believe the truth of God's word. Turn with me, Hebrews. The book of Hebrews in chapter ten. Hebrews chapter ten. And if you know the 10th chapter, and you should know the 10th chapter, we're going to be looking at verse 22. But just a few verses before that, he tells us what Jesus Christ has done for us. For those of us who are saved, for those of us who have been made children of God, what Jesus Christ has done for us is he gave, he gave himself. He willingly came. He came to the cross. He died on the cross. He was put in the tomb. He was buried. And he arose again the third day. But, but he, he died. He was a sacrifice once for all. For all my sins. For all his people. That took place. Because I said, now verse 22 says, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Because we, because 
Because we have received through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, the perfect blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, the perfect Lamb of God, which taketh away sin, because we've been washed in His blood, we can now draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, from everything that is impure and, and that would defile. And our bodies washed <laughs> with pure water. See, that's the external. Our bodies being washed, our lives being washed. Because we've been made holy inwardly by the work of the Holy Spirit, applying the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ to us. Let us hold fast the prophetic of our faith. Why? Because we've been made holy. In, inwardly, we've been made holy. And we know that we have this promise, we have this assurance that one day, and, and that's what he's going to say in the latter part of chapter 10 here, we, uh, that we have this assurance that one day we're going to be made, that even this body is going to be made holy. We are inwardly holy. So let us hold fast that profession of our faith with our, without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. God is faithful. And he promised it. Hebrews chapter 6. I think that was the chapter I was referring to uh, a moment ago. Uh, Hebrews chapter 6 tells us uh, of, of God's faithfulness and his word and his promises to us. And, and we have a, 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 a steadfast assurance in his word and his promise. Let's turn with me now to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians try to tie this, this in with, with what we have back there in, in Ezekiel. Okay, I want 1 Thessalonians, right? Chapter 4. Verse 3. For this is the will of God. Are you concerned about the will of God? Are you concerned about doing the will of God? If you've been made holy inwardly, then you surely are concerned about doing the will of God. For this is the will of God. Even your sanctification, your, your process of being made holy, outwardly, your life being made holy. And, and here it is, that, that inward process is, is taking place. We've been made holy inwardly. And because we've been made holy, holy inwardly, we should abstain from fornication. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. You see, what we're, what we're seeing back there in Ezekiel is, is their idolatry named uh, harlotry, was named fornications. They multiplied their fornications. And this 
we can be in this body sexually impure through fornication certainly named here but also as we practice other things we're guilty of spiritual fornication said that every one of you should know to possess his vessel, his body, his life in sanctification and honor. Not in the lust of concupiscence, not in the lust of desire. And this is not just sexual desires. This is, this is all kinds of desires. We know that, that, that in, in Colossians chapter 3, it says covetousness is idolatry. We know in Ephesians 5, named covetousness as idolatry, which is fornicating against the Lord. Not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles, which know not God, those who don't know God, that's the way they walk in. Ought not to be. For he that has been made holy inwardly, he ought not to be living his life in that manner. That man go beyond and defraud. <laughs> Getting gained by illegal means of his brother. Taking advantage of his brother by defraud in any matter. Because that the Lord is the avenger of all such. As we also have forewarned you and testified. You see what the children of Israel were guilty of, what Jerusalem was guilty of. They didn't keep the commandments of God. We're guilty of spiritual fornication. We're guilty of sinning against God when we don't keep His word, when we don't keep His laws. And so Jerusalem... His seeing is being is going to be told all that God be reminded. They forgot their low, despicable birth, the condition that they were in. They forgot that God, in loving kindness, took them to Himself, washed them thoroughly of all their filth multiplied them, made them his people, made him beautiful, beautiful in his sight, beautiful in the sight of the world. Forgot all that. And how in Ezekiel 16 they're being reminded of it. Well, we'll stop tonight and and take up with... uh, from there next next week